Hey, what's up, Purpose Claremont? Hope you guys are doing well. Just wanted to share something with you that stood out from today's reading in John chapter 4. Uh, so I hope it's an encouragement to you. Let me pray and we'll we'll dive in. Jesus, I pray for your direction by your Holy Spirit as we look into your word. I pray that this is an encouragement um, to us, reminding us of who you are and what you've done and what we're invited to do because of that. So God, have your ways. We look into your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus, in John chapter 4, he um, he's going through Samaria, which is unheard of in the day because uh, Jews and Samaritans pretty much hated each other. It was all racial. There's a racial tension. There was racism between the two of them, which really, if we pull back for just a second, friends, I'm telling you, the, the gospel is so much more than just getting saved. Jesus is the one who brings true reconciliation first and foremost to God and then between people. I'm convinced there is no reconciliation uh, with people outside of Christ, true reconciliation. Um, racial tensions, how can they be taken care of? Well, racism is sin, the root of sin. Um, I'm sorry, the root of racism is sin and the remedy to sin is Jesus and his gospel. And so I'm convinced the only way um, that we can see true reconciliation between races is to deal with the root of it with sin, with the gospel of Jesus. And so Christians, we have this, we have the gospel. So I think we just keep going out and sharing the gospel and seeing people come to know Jesus uh, and seeing God transform society through it. But here we go. John chapter 4, verse 7. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God, and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. <clears throat> now, this is about noon. Um, this would uh, this would point the fact that this is a woman who was really kind of an outcast because most of the women who would go draw water would do it early in the morning, not in the heat of the day. You'll see later on uh, when Jesus tells her to go call her husband to come here. She says, I don't have a husband. He actually says, you're right in saying I have no husband for you. I've had five husbands. And the one you have now is not your husband. What you said is true. And so she's kind of an outcast, being that she's there by herself to get water in the heat of the day. And when Jesus says, give me a drink, she goes, how can you, a Jew, ask me for water? Um, and Because I'm a woman from Samaria. And then Jesus's response again was, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you. Notice, there's two things if you knew. If you knew first the gift of God, which is eternal life. When we think of the gift of God, when we're looking at it as post-crucifixion, post-resurrection, post-ascension, um, when we're looking at this passage from our perspective, we know the gift of God is salvation by grace, through faith, reconciled to God because of Jesus' death and resurrection. We have this gift of God, and it's not by works, so no one can boast. Faith is given to us that we can believe, according to Ephesians chapter 2. And so there's the there's the beauty of the gift. He says, if you if you knew the gift of God and... Here's the second thing, if you knew, who it is that is saying to you. So if you knew the gift of God, and if you knew me, then what you would have done is you would have what? Asked me. Guys, that's so incredible. If we recognize who Jesus is, and we know what his gift is, then yes, we do worship, and we're so thankful. But notice he says this, if you knew the gift, and you knew who the giver was, the giver of the gift, if you recognized him, you would have asked him. Jesus is not offended when we ask. He's actually pleased when we ask. 
When you look at, uh, I think it's in Mark, I think it's Mark 10, Bartimaeus is the blind beggar when Jesus is on his way to Jericho, or maybe it's from Jericho, but he's on the way, and there's this crowd of people all around him, and Bartimaeus hears that it's Jesus and just starts screaming. I picture it from the back of, of the crowd, and he just starts screaming, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, over and over. And he's told to shut up, and so he gets louder because he's he just really wants to meet Jesus. He wants to be healed. And Jesus stops everything and says, would you call him? It's almost like, can't you hear that? Call him and brings him forward. People come and get him, bring him before Jesus. And Jesus starts the conversation with him by asking him this, this simple question. What do you want me to do for you? That's it. What do you want me to do for you? I remember when I read that years and years ago when it really popped out, when the Holy Spirit, I believe the Holy Spirit revealed it. It blew my mind. Here we have God who deserves all recognition, all glory, all honor, all praise. We're his servants. We have a God who is so humble that he would actually stop everything and then look at us and go, hey, what do you want me to do for you? What can I do for you? And we have the freedom to, to answer the question. Now, when we answer the question, it's always, we always want God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't ever want to settle for our own idea of what should happen, but we want to submit to his, but we can ask, we can ask him for anything. And he's not offended by that. Why? When we know what he's like, like in other words, when we go, when we know who he is, when we know who he is, we look in the pages of scripture as, as he's revealed himself to us and we know the gift that he's given to us, which is himself because of what Jesus endured for us. I mean, ask. He wants us to ask. He's not offended by that. Friends, do not ever be afraid. Don't ever hesitate going to God and asking and then trust him with what it is that he wants to do as we ask. Love you guys more than you know. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.